You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Hi, and welcome to episode 21 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today is Vicki Stokes. Hello. Hi, Vicki. Hey. Unfortunately, Suzanne's not feeling well today, so it's just going to be Vicki and I for this episode, and it will probably be a little bit of a shorter one. We're going to talk about our Macworld review. What did you think, Vicki? Oh, wow. It was just, uh, for me... Um it, it seemed um, smaller, but mainly because the main stage wasn't there. It was upstairs. Um, and But after walking around for for the two, three days, uh, it felt huge. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very, it was very tiring. And it didn't seem like we were doing much, but we really were, you know, walking around and trying to... to interact and, and keep track of who we're going to interview and and everything became really, really, you know, a chore in itself. But um, um, I, I I don't know. What, what did you think? Did you think see, it was your first time? Did you think it was small or did you well, think? Well, I have no, I have no basis of comparison because it was my mm-hmm. first time. It, mm-hmm. what amazed me is I felt like I had seen everything there is to see the first day and then just went back the second day to revisit. But then I would be reading uh, articles by other writers and they'd say, oh, I went to such and such a booth. And I thought, really? I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. So I I obviously did miss a couple of booths that I probably would have been interested in seeing. Yeah, that happened to me too. Uh, I walked past a couple booths, and I, I I would go back down the aisle, and I go, I would go, what, what a, uh, how did I miss that one? Right. It could it could also be because some of the booths had so many people surrounding them that we couldn't even see the name. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, that's true, and that could have been that too. But uh, it's just so much sights and sound. It's sort of like going to uh, New York or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were a lot of people. So, were there any booths that really spoke to you that you were really impressed in what with what you saw? Uh, you know, the esotericism was. I guess, I hope this how to pronounce that. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Esotericism. Yeah, that yeah. that booth, their products were the most impressive to me. Yes, they were yeah. a little, a little expensive, a little on the high end, mm-hmm. but you, you get what you pay for. The yeah, stuff was yeah. gorgeous. I, I think um, very wealthy people would probably love I mean, to have their products. <laughs> so it's not, it's not ridiculous. It's not no, out of control. No, but um, no. you know, I, I, if I was I wealthy, I think I would have. One of everything that they had. <laughs> they were just beautiful. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things. I have to, and I'm to, to be totally honest, um, Vicki and I were given iPhone bumpers to review. So we'll be reviewing that in the future uh, for MyMac.com. Uh, but in the, how long have I owned an iPhone? I think almost four years. This is the first case I've ever had where people have actually stopped me. Mm-hmm. To admire it, yeah, 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 
they they ask, is it is is that a different kind of phone? Or they're looking, they're, they, it just makes the iPhone look just really gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, yes, very. The colors are great. Colors, um, yeah. and they're so well made. You can tell. You yeah. don't even have to touch it. You can just tell by looking at it. Yeah. How well made they are. The the iPad cases, they have these special, um, oh, I don't remember what exactly what it was called, but they were like, it was like two cubes that you put together. Yeah, yeah. You could, the stand. The, way, the stand, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how you place them together would determine if it was an iPhone stand, an iPad stand, an MacBook yeah. Air stand. I mean, it was just gorgeous. And then even when, you, even when you weren't using it as a stand, you could hook it together and look like a piece of art. A piece of art. I mean, even their stylus. Their yeah. stylus had a little cord on it, and you would um, rest it on a stand, and it's actually a piece of art sitting mm-hmm. on your desk as opposed to just a stylus. Yes, and yes. Absolutely gorgeous. And it's very subtle. It's not bling in your face, you know. It's, yes. It's, it's very just classy-looking um, products and just yes. well-designed. Yes. You look at it and, and how it's put together. It's well thought out and planned. Uh, it's just gorgeous. It, if, if all uh, product developers did this, I mean, the accessory developers did this, oh, boy. Uh, well, the cost alone, though, they're charging you a lot because it's a lot into these products. Like yes. the single piece of steel they use to make the uh, iPad uh, mm-hmm. cover, um, that's 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 unbelievable that they go through that kind of, that level of, of uh, effort to make a, a cover, uh, a, a case for a, a iPad. But and you can see the brush marks. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that was the one where like, one side had brush marks and other side was smooth. I mean, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. really, I mean, you might be thinking, oh, great, Macworld, more cases. Yeah. whoop de doo But these, these are not the dime a dozen. Yeah, but and then it was a story she told us about how the guy came mm-hmm. up with the different colors, like like the little smoky. Um, he was smoking a cigar, and, and um, he looked at the, the color, the, the tobacco, mm-hmm. and the cigar, and, and that inspired him for one of the colors for the case for the uh, bumpers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, that's that's just like very creative. I'm impressed with people that that, that are yeah. that creative. And and the two people we spoke with in the booth were just sweethearts. They were. They were so nice and yeah. so unassuming and just so yeah. thrilled that we took the time to talk to them. They did. They did. They're very very appreciative. So yeah. they were and that's the kind of company that mm-hmm. I'd like to support. I do too. I love I love their products. Um, yes, yeah, so I was very I'm looking forward to see what else they're going to come out with in the future. Yep. Yep, exactly. That was, so, that was my, that was both of our favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was very happy we we took the time to to stop and see them. Yeah, and then and oh, another company that what impressed me was the the person at the booth. It was Snugbuds, mm-hmm. and they're 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 earbuds, and they're the kind that are noise canceling that, that you put into your ear canal and twist. And I'm using them right now, and the only problem I'm having with them is that I'm. I, I can hear myself in my ear, so I'm not quite sure of my volume. So I hope I'm not screaming <laughs> into the microphone because I can't hear. But the lady behind the booth there was hysterical. Yeah, she was very much a salesperson. Very nice, not pushy at all, mm-hmm. but very much the salesperson. Very sure about the product. Yes, she yeah. was very comfortable. She yeah. was very. She believed in her product. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. she, everybody who came home, she was taking little sanitary wipes and uh, wiping off the earbuds to make sure um, you know they were clean when they went into everybody's ear. She put in the right size, whether it was small, medium, or large, for your particular ear canal. You will be back. You will be back. Mm-hmm. And she made it a point. To, she made it a point to look at your your name tag and say your name. You yes. know, you, she just wasn't hey you. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So later on, when I came back, she smiled at me and I said, "I you told me I'd be back," and I ended <laughs> up buying a pair yeah. of uh, of the butt, and I do like them. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do. They're definitely they're not a hundred percent noise canceling, but they're great at the gym because a lot of times when I'm on the treadmill. I can hear conversations around me, mm-hmm. and now I just hear like a dull, dull noise. So I'm not paying attention to those conversations. I can focus on the podcast I'm listening to while I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. So, so far I really like these. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, 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 I wasn't in the market for earbuds, but um, those were pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So what else? What else caught your eye? Um, I did. My, I made my little round to uh, Fujitsu and ScanSnap, and I got the you know I got the latest that I'm reviewing, and um, I, I'm just enamored with their scanners. You know, um, yeah. I, I don't use many other. There's not many you know big brands like Fujitsu or HP or any of those those that I really get that excited over. Um, but I just love their scanners. They're just well done. They they answer every problem that you have with that particular kind of product. I don't scan things that often. Um, I'm getting more into scanning like documents for now for, you know, taxes and stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it is something that every now and then you have to do. You have to scan mm-hmm. something in. And you don't want to deal with, oh, my God, the scanner isn't working. I, and I've never had a product, a problem with that that kind of product. With my scan snap, well, of course I had. I, I forgot I got. I've had three other scan snaps. I thought I only had one other one. Yeah. I don't know how I, I forgot, but every time I would get a new computer, or they would come out with one that was a little different, I would, you know, I turn my computer or whatever the product over to a family member, and they would take the, the scan snap or whatever I had bought. Um, so I, I was talking to my sisters and she said, oh, well, I, I got one. And, I, and another sister, oh, I got one. So, I, oh, I forgot. These are all my old scan snaps. <laughs> yeah, I, I've yeah. got one too that I really like. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this is, this will be the third one that I reviewed. Uh, and this one is bigger. It's a, it's a much bigger X, I five, I X 500 or something. And it, it's, um, much bigger. It's definitely for a desk. It's not for you. Wouldn't throw it into a bag and take it with you anywhere. Um, it's. Uh, but what I really like about it is just like with the other ones, it auto lines. It does all kinds of stuff, so you don't have to worry about the the image being all skewed or weird. Um, and even the software that comes with it is just so intuitive. But that, yeah. of course, I had a great time uh, just just looking at their products and playing around and talking to them about that. But other than that. Um, what about, what about you? What else did you like? Oh, let's see. Um, something interesting was the chef sleeve. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Have you used it yet? The, the sample yeah. that they gave you? Yeah. Me, me the cook. Yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. I will. I will. Like I said, I was so busy the week, mm-hmm. the week we came home. And then last week I got really sick. So yeah. 
Um, but not that you were planning on using it anytime soon, right? <laughs> well, no, I do. I do. Yeah. I do want to give yeah. it a try. Um, yeah. I think the difference between using a chef sleeve and using like a regular Ziploc bag, I should preface this, the chef sleeve is it protects your iPad while you're cooking. So you just slip your iPad into it, seal it up. And then that way, if your hands are filthy, but you're following a recipe and you need to swipe to the next page, you're touching the plastic. Mm-hmm. So your iPad stays clean. And if the sleeve isn't that dirty, you can just wipe it off, use it again. Or if it gets really, really dirty because you're making, say, a pie crust, you can just remove the sleeve, throw it away. Yeah. Uh, it's better than a Ziploc because it's a thinner material. A th- Ziploc, and I've never done this, but I would think that a Ziploc would be too thick and might have difficulty seeing through it clearly and also swiping to the pages, where these are made so that everything looks as if you're not using a cover. But what was interesting besides the sleeves is they also had stands and cutting boards Yeah, yeah. where you could take your, they had like a slot and the cutting board where you could just place, <coughs> excuse me, you could just place your, your iPad in the slot, in a stand, and then just use the rest of it to cut up your vegetables or, you know, whatever. And everything goes in the dishwasher. Yeah. And they had iPhone covers too. Yeah. So I just thought, wow. And I guess the, um. The ipes, the the sleeves you can buy at Target. Yeah, yeah, I saw them at Target. You know, when I first walked past that uh, their their booth, my, I just my eyes rolled and went, "Oh, come on, cooking stuff," you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start demoing the product. I'm like, "Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's a good idea." All the, I mean, it was just really very clever. Uh, things I hadn't even remotely thought about, but it would, and it would, it was very convenient to have that on the cutting board. Very, very convenient. Because yeah, uh, it's a stand, and also you can use it. There is plenty enough room to cut. It's not moving either. That's that's another right. issue that could could have caused a problem. But um, yeah, they're, they're very good products. I, I don't know why they don't advertise. You know, on t- well, of course I do know it's expensive to advertise on TV. But uh, I think that if they did it as part of like cooking shows or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some of the cooking websites, because I, I don't think I've ever seen them. Have you seen any ads for them? No. Yeah. No, yeah. I haven't. But then, of course, we know me. I don't go to cooking websites. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't lately, but I, I normally do go to cooking websites. But, yeah. but I, th- I thought it was a really clever product, too. Yeah, no, I'm looking at their website right now, and it says that they're in, they're in a lot of uh, magazines, Cooking Light. Mm-hmm. Let's see, it's got Cooking Light, Better Homes and Gardens, Foodista, Macworld, Los Angeles Times, Gizmodo. Mm-hmm. So uh, actually, you know, it may not be advertising. It might be they were mentioned. Okay, yeah. On these different yeah. websites or TV shows, Today Show. But Cooking Light is one of my favorite uh, websites. So, yeah. And then it's got here, Meet the First Dishwasher Safe iPad Stand. Yeah, yeah, just toss it into the dishwasher. Yeah, and I believe they said the cutting board you can only buy the moment online, but the stand you can buy in Target. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you mean the covers? The covers and the stand. And the stand? Oh. Yeah, I believe yeah. they said that if you want the cutting board, you have to buy that online. Okay, all right. Um, that they haven't gotten it into the stores yet. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I got samples for the iPhone Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I'm going to head over to Target and get one for the iPad. Yeah, I've got yeah. my samples are for the iPad. Yeah. 
I just haven't taken them out yet. Okay. Soon, I hope. Yeah. And let's see. What else? Just trying to think of some things that aren't, that weren't typical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, naturally, a lot of software. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of iPhone, iPad cases. There was a, a display there for Crash Plan. Yep. Which is which is a good. I started that service. I think it was end of September, beginning of October. Mm-hmm. Which it's offsite backup for those of you who don't know. It's relatively inexpensive. Uh, they have different plans. You they go anywhere from free up to a business model. So it all depends on how much data you have, how much, um, how many computers you're backing up. I want to say I'm paying in the ballpark of fifty dollars a year, something like that. So it's so it's not expensive. I have my offline backup, and I also have a hard drive set up for uh, local backup. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just kind of like a backup fanatic. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me of iDrive. That's another one that I reviewed, and uh, um, you heard the audio interview, I think, a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's pretty much the same thing, like Dolly Drive or, you know, Google Drive kind of thing. Um, but... Those kinds of things are really good for somebody who just want to just do have the backups going or selectively backup stuff on the fly. You know, you don't have to think about it and you can right. share it with people and do things because there are a lot of people who just don't give a fig about backups. I think most people don't until they lose something or they, there's something happened to their computer. That's the only time they're concerned with it. But um, it, these kind of services are really great. You can just set them up. And they're just doing their thing. And you don't have to even worry about it until you have to worry about it. So, yeah, it's a lot of those. And I, I, I look forward to seeing some more uh, um, products like that. Um, it's making it easier for you to do your backups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway. That, that, that was one of them, too. One of my favorites. They were very nice. It gave me a sample yes. to review. And I should do a, a Mac review on that soon. You have an iDrive. For the iDrive, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the local, that your local sync uh, backup uh, drive and the, uh, that you can use in conjunction with <clears throat> the cloud uh, backup. So Right. Yeah. And, of course, there were books. There was Wiley Publishing. Q. Yeah. There was Q Publishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were microphone vendors. Yeah. Uh, there were printer vendors. Yeah, cases, cases, cases. <laughs> cases, 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 that's right. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm trying to, I'm in my mind, I'm trying to look at all the aisles. There was, um, uh, let's say, security. Mm-hmm. If you were interested in um, having, you know, Mac security on your computer, there mm-hmm. were uh, people there that were basically geared toward businesses. Yeah. Business uh, and uh, productivity apps. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did you Which, did you go to uh, Riddle? Somebody did Riddle. Yes, um, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's one of the apps. Uh, and uh, I, you know what? Something uh, maybe just for me. I didn't see a lot of virus protection. I think I see saw maybe three uh, ones for virus uh, protection. But I guess that's you know. I thought we were becoming more. In, in the Mac world, 
um, virus uh, protected kind of thing. But I think I saw maybe two, maybe three. Yes. Um, yeah, not many. Yeah, I, can, I can think of two. Yeah, yeah. There was also a lot to do with music. Um, using using your iPad for music. Um, the more expensive apps that were geared toward the professional musician. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I walked right past those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did I. But there was a, there was a person yeah. there playing guitar, you know, mm-hmm. showing how to, you know, how to hook up your guitar to your iPad. Yeah. You know, how to record the music. And, and, you know, I do know how to play, play the piano, but I just never have gotten into using your computer to do that. I'm not a composer. I just, you know, can read and play a little bit. But mm. There was somebody there was somebody there who, and I didn't stop and look, but they, um, I think they measured your spine and had some sort of chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they were there last year. Yeah. It's a special chair that costs a, a, a very, a, a large amount, a huge yeah. amount. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it looked like a regular office chair to me. It, it didn't look, you know, like it was anything fancy or But it special. must have had some sort of lumbar or spine support. Yeah, for the cost, it better have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, one thing we have to talk about is our hotel. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> I might. Now- I, My allergies are still. <laughs> I should have known. I didn't stop to think about this, but I should have known. We were staying in a no-name San Francisco hotel, meaning it wasn't a Marriott, it wasn't a Holiday Inn, it was a you yeah. know boutique hotel. When my husband and I stayed in a hotel like that in New York City, it was you know the size of a bathroom, yeah. tiny room, tiny bathroom, old. Yeah. So was this hotel. We stayed at. It wasn't a bad it, hotel. It might be my grandma's house. But it Except was. My I mean, grandma's never, house was cleaner. <laughs> I've never seen an elevator so tiny. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't that it was filthy. It's just that it was old and dusty and a little, you know, you know not, not, uh, I don't know. Uh, and we couldn't use the stairs. Be- I mean, we could have, but we would have it was scary. passed out. It, we would have passed scary. out at the top. It, it was, was like little spiral, little small little risers for your feet. And if you're very tall, I don't know, somebody like the, the height of Guy Searle, I don't know, I think you would have to bend over to go yeah. down the stairs because it hit would have hit the, the top of where the other stairs were. But and I did see some suitcase. people trying to walk down there, and it looked like they were tippy-toeing going down. Yeah. Just so, yeah. And if, and if you had your suitcase, forget it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were lucky we fit in the elevator with both our suitcases. I mean, it was a yeah, small elevator. Yeah. And then when we got into our room, it was not two double beds like most hotels have, two twin beds. Yeah, yeah. And they, just, they, they fit in there like a glove. <laughs> yes. There was a little nightstand between us. Yeah. And yeah. then the room was about 100 degrees. And yeah. we couldn't figure out how to use the thermostat because it wasn't a normal thermostat and it didn't have numbers on it. It was a so radiator. <laughs> yeah. So rather than mess with it and make it worse, we just left it alone and ran the ceiling fan. But when yeah. we ran the ceiling fan, it got too I, cold. And so, then I cough. I cough when the ceiling fan's on. It kicks up and my we out. couldn't find that happy medium of no. good temperature. The bathroom 
was the kind where you had to squeeze in. Because I my knee really against the tub every time. You <laughs> it it didn't have a, a fan, so when you, you got a window, out of the shower, open, you open the window, you can see right outside. Exactly, the window was one of those with horizontal slats, yeah. and when you opened it, you were exposed to the world. So you couldn't open the window until after you left the bathroom. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. after you got out of the shower, there was no way for the the steam to escape. Yeah. yeah. Unless you wanted to show the world your your you know beautiful body. <laughs> no, thank you. Because the building across the way was about a car width away. It was and like the windows were right. They were right aligned, and you could just wave at your yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then the noise, had, the noise from the alley down below. Yeah, we could hear people downstairs. The and then you kept and you kept closing the toilet lid for fear of the towels falling in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first night we didn't have wash we had we didn't have washcloth. Right. <laughs> we just had hand towels. And our hands to take a bath with. <laughs> and then we couldn't figure out how to turn off the TV. No. <laughs> we can fix computers, but we can't turn the TV off. It's a little green button at the bottom. You should have seen the green. Green means uh, go, I guess. <laughs> of course, it would have helped if we turned on the light. Yeah, but you know, no, most of the time, I'm, I, the, the the on button is at the top of the. It's at the top of remote. the. Yep. Yeah, not the bottom. Yeah. So. Yeah. But and the good thing so is, small. we didn't we didn't spend a lot of time in the room. I mean, we were out. No. We were out pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. We were out by 8 o'clock every morning, breakfast, and then... Gone, gone, gone. Come back, drop gone, our stuff off, and go. Come back, sleep. Yeah. That's what I... That's just what... Uh, the reason why I said I'm not going to spend a lot of time trying to evaluate what's a good a hotel. Let's try to find a good price that's nearby. Because if you want fancy, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a lot. I We paid yeah. a piece, what I paid uh, a day last year. Oh. So... Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason why I just stayed two days. It was very expensive. But, because yeah. um, I stayed in a nicer hotel. Um, yeah, it was just more important to me to have somewhere we could walk. Yeah, and it yeah, was what, the walking distance. Yeah, that, the other one, walk. it was further away too, but it was, it was, it, it and if I, it was closer, it would have been even more than what I paid. So, um, right. Yeah. So. And it was an easy it was an easy walk to the train because when I flew into the airport, San Francisco airport, I just took the train. Yep. To the local yep. train stop, and then I walked about two blocks to the hotel and reversed mm-hmm. it to go back home. Yep. Bart is beautiful. So that, yeah. So it was an easy it was an easy walk both to the train station and to Moscone, and yeah. thankfully we had beautiful weather. The only time oh, it was really it was wonderful. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but looked chilly was when we were waiting for the cab Friday night, uh, yeah. leaving the Cirque du Mac party. Yeah. yeah. And that was also in a neighborhood that, That's no, we're not walking. Yeah. And yeah. it was also too far. It was way, too far. Way to too south of market. <laughs> yeah. And it was too, yeah. it was too far to walk. So yeah, it was just, just easier just to take the cab. So the Cirque du Mac party was fun. Yeah. It yeah. was, uh, Cirque du Mac, uh, is sponsored by the Mac Observer. Yeah. And it's uh, it's Paul Kent. It's Dave, uh, Dave he's Ham- the one who runs Macworld. It's Dave Hamilton from the Mac Observer and the Mac Geek Gab. Yeah. 
and it was Chris Breen. Yeah. From uh, Macworld Writer and a couple of other people, I think like seven altogether, played yeah. guitar and drums and sang, and they're all really good. Yeah, they had fun. They were lots of fun. Yeah. So that was, that was good. That was a and, nice, uh, it, it, uh, it captured a whole uh, experience. Yeah, because that was Friday night, and Saturday, even though it was the third day of Macworld, I headed home. Yeah. It was just, it was just cheaper plane fare to come home Saturday versus Sunday, which yeah, was I think, I think, well, yeah, that's the, uh, the final day. Most of everybody was heading out, so um, I, I, I enjoyed it. But you know what? I enjoyed laying in my own bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's amazing is I, mean, I, I was I, starting to think maybe I should have just driven back every night <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but no that would have killed me I mean I lived too yeah, far yeah that would have been yeah. that would have been that would have been a pain because you have to get up yeah. really early and yeah then the, then the parking would have been horrendous yeah that would have been tough um, yeah. it just makes me wonder what was it like a couple of years ago when they had mm-hmm. it in two buildings oh um you know, hmm. when Apple was still there Oh, I, 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 I think I, 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 first time I went, it was after Apple had, uh, the very first expo that Apple was not there. It's the first one I went to, I think. I mean, think so, about how busy we were when it's on a smaller scale. Yeah, yeah. And it, I wasn't, last year was the first time I went with my math. The other years I went by myself. And I went to a lot of the different training things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were very expensive. I don't know why I spent that kind of money, but they were really good. Um, yeah. It showed you how to do a lot of stuff. Um, but this year, I didn't see anything that, well, maybe because I know more. There's a lot more, you know, there are a lot of more things that can teach you how to do things on your Mac or the applications are much more or user-friendly. I don't know why, but I didn't find anything that really would make my head turn. There were some photo things that I thought I probably would learn. No, probably. I, I would probably, I would have learned quite a bit because I don't know anything about using an iPhone uh, or as a, as a photography. I don't know anything about photography at all. But it was the first day and we were just getting there and I don't know what can you say. Well, it's different going as a Consumer versus the media. Yeah. If, yeah because yeah. we were there looking at it both ways. We were yeah. there like, what do I like personally? Mm-hmm. You know, what do I want to buy or get more information on as an individual? And then, we were it, also there yeah. mm-hmm. representing MyMac.com. My Mac. We had interviews we had scheduled and stuff like we that. Had, so. Yeah, scheduled interviews, scheduled yeah. meetings, unscheduled meetings if we saw something we liked and we knew that nobody else was going to be talking to them it was like hey you want to have an interview and then we, it was a chance for us to interact with other people in the media that we you know we, we listened to and didn't really mm-hmm. get to see on a regular basis and, and we got a chance to see each other for the first time so yeah it was a social event too yep and then getting together at the end of the day with with guy and julie to do yeah. the to do a my mac podcast yeah um, coordinating that <laughs> you know and so you had to do that yeah you had to, you know take an hour aside to get that going and you know insert some of the interviews that we've done so we can be timely you know yeah. you don't want to be talking about this in april oh yeah here's the interview we did back in january 
So you wanted to, you wanted to get that out there, you know, in a timely manner, which is something Mm -hmm. else I noticed. Mm -hmm. In years past, I always lived vicariously through, through you guys. I would sit home during, during the expo and I would read uh, everything that was written, like what my Mac wrote and what the Mac Observer wrote and what uh, Macworld and these different outlets their impressions and things that they saw and announcements that were made and so forth. And it was just almost overkill because there was just so much information being thrown out there. Yeah. And then last year I happened to be on a cruise at the same time as Macworld. So I was totally out of the loop and didn't know what was going on until I got home. This year I noticed there wasn't, at least from what I could see, there wasn't a whole lot of media or Twitter about what was going on. Yeah. I don't know if if you noticed the same thing or if it was just maybe the people I follow versus the people that you follow. I <clears throat> I um I would see people live saying things, you know, but I, there were these people we know, Julie would send things out, and guy and you would periodically send things, but other than that, that there the people I follow weren't doing very much. They do it afterwards or I saw some people doing like Circuit de Mac uh, um, um, sending things out and they obviously were at the event doing sending things out, you know, taking pictures and stuff like that. But it wasn't as much as I thought it would have been. Uh, yeah, maybe, they were, seemed- maybe they were busy, you know, but I tried to as much as I possibly could. It just yeah. seemed like I don't know. It's almost like, like Tim Robertson says a lot, uh, has been saying lately that he doesn't feel it's as important as it was in years past, that it's more of a social event for, like you had just said, we can see our friends that we see once a year at Macworld, uh, you know, meet other people in the media, that maybe it's just not as important as an event as it was in years past. And maybe that's why the coverage seems to be lesser. Than it used to be. I don't. I don't really know because, like I said earlier, my first MacWorld. I have no basis to compare it to. Also, there's no new sexy iPhone um, uh, other than the iPhone five. No, no new sexy Apple product out. You know, maybe if they had something new, you know, out that people wanted to play around with. But then again, Apple's not there, so you can play around with it anyway. So that that is what I, it is definitely missing because. I would go just so I could see if there was that new Apple product that was out, but we're waiting to to, to receive delivery for. Um, and um, with Apple not doing that, you know, not having anything brand new that no one has seen held in their hands yet, uh, but it's available in, in months coming. Um, uh that's something that that was missing because I believe the very first time they weren't there, it was a new iPhone out that uh, everyone wanted to see. And um, they had some on display, but Apple wasn't there. So people were lining up just to look at that iPhone to see what it looked like. Um, There's nothing to draw you like that. But I guess the bottom line is if if you're able, will you go again next year? I, I'm going because I'm local, so I will go. Yeah. 
If I get lucky again and get a, was able to snag a great deal on airfare, yeah, I hope to be yeah. there too. That was the yeah, reason the why I got to go. Pretty cool. And I think it's because right after Christmas and they want to keep people flying. So, yeah, after the holidays. So overall, our experience at Macworld iWorld was, was a lot of fun. Uh, it was great. It was yeah. great for us to meet each other. There was no discomfort, no weirdness. Like some people thought, like, you're really going to stay in a hotel room with someone you've never met? Like, yeah. 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 I just met a guy and Tim and, and the gang last year. And that was the only girl. <laughs> and this time, Guy was the only was guy. The only <laughs> yeah. And that was the first time I had met Guy. And total yeah. felt total, total totally comfortable no weirdness yeah. it just felt like we were just other than up. other than the normal guy, well, guy weirdness well, that's, that's a given <laughs> but uh but but no he's a, he's a sweet cool guy yeah. you know you know and, and they're geeks you know and they're they're funny geeks people you really want to spend some time yeah with, there was no you know? no uncomfortableness or weirdness or that getting to know yeah. you i think because We've been on each other's podcasts. We've 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 talked to each other. We've emailed Email each, each other, other. daily. Um, daily. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. that we already have that. I already know you. Mm-hmm. I felt a little bit less comfortable with some of the people I met, not because they were bad people, just because I don't know them, and that's just kind of the way I yeah. am. If I don't know you, I'm kind of quiet and reserved until I mm-hmm. get to know you. Then it's lookout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I already felt like with you and Guy had gotten past that getting to know you stage and we were on to the next, you know, we're already friends level. So everything. Yes, yes, that was really good. Really convenient for us because we were roommates. Yeah, exactly. And it, and <laughs> it, and it worked out perfectly. Yeah. There was no fighting over the bathroom. There was no, no. just everything worked out great. Yep. 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 And we could have fought over that little bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. If there is a next year, we're going to be looking at a different hotel as a backup. <laughs> this will be our backup. Yes. This will be our backup hotel because at least we know where it is in relation to everything else. But yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. take a look somewhere else. <laughs> maybe maybe the third geeky lady will show up and we can really just, you know. Oh, there's no way. Because we, we, we thought we could put her on the floor. There wasn't room on the floor. No, we have to go to a bigger hotel. Absolutely. We would have to. Yeah. If Suze yeah, can yeah. make it, there's no way. Unless that hotel has rooms that are larger, which I don't know. The hotel I was in last year was big enough for the three of us. The the room could have had two 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 beds and then the couch let out. It was a very big room. It, I, I paid a lot of money though. You know, but so again, split it by you. three makes it a little bit more reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, come October, we'll have to start start thinking and planning ahead and see what happens. So I guess we will wrap it up for now. Um, hopefully. I'm tired. I'm tired thinking about what we just did. <laughs> I know. And I can't believe it's already been two weeks since we we're home. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully um, Suze will be better in a couple of weeks for our next episode. We're s- sending out good vibes for you, Suze. Hope you're feeling better. Yeah. And if you were yeah. at, um, if you were at Macworld, tell us what you thought. What did you like? What did you see a, a vendor that really stuck out as really something unique or different that you really enjoyed? 
put something on the show notes, threegeekyladies.com. All our contact information is there. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care. From the iTunes independent author Donnie Yankelo of Looking for a Dinosaur comes two new books your children will love. There's Jungle Jammin', where the animals form a band. Who will play what instrument? There's also Pirate Soars, where pirates and dinosaurs are combined in cool and fun ways. Both books feature full-color illustrations and rhyming sentences to keep your child thoroughly entertained. And at 99 cents... Either one will break the bank. So go to iTunes and check out Pirate Soars, Jungle Jammin', and Donnie's previous children's book, Looking for a Dinosaur.